Oh, is that it? <laughs> That's telling us to get ready. Mmm. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Would you ever freestyle to this? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, the real intro. We'll come in hard on a freestyle one day. About to do a podcast. Punch you MMA. Hey, welcome, 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 everybody, boys and girls and men and women and Cis, cis people? Cis people, uh, half people, quarter, three quarter people. Centaurs. Circumcised people. Phoenixes. Ooh, yeah. Phoenixes, welcome. Yeah, it's all, all Phoenixes, welcome. This is Wolf Tickets, or Wolf Ticks. <laughs> I got the own, my own podcast. Name <laughs> wrong. <laughs> welcome to Wolf Ticks Podcast. Coming out of Silver Lake, California. I'm Ron Erickson II. I'm Patrick Pope, the only. And thank you for being with us today, people. Oh, what a wonderful day it is. I need to turn and face my man, Patrick. I was talking to a plant in front of me, and it just it just wasn't the same. Ron, I gotta say, I really do love the uh, the motif of doing doing a podcast at a restaurant, and I, I want to get back to doing that. Somewhere. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we could we we could have done it today. Nah, there's a lot going on. You got it. You got a big load. I do have a big load, dude. I'm... You're shooting a big load right now. On Saturday, it's more of a it's a sad. Day it is a Saturday. I'm gonna miss UFC 205. I'm throwing a big party at my place. Oh. It's all our friends. Oh my gosh! And I'm gonna be on a 20-hour plane flight to the Philippines. I'm just—I don't know how you're gonna see it. You know what I mean? Like even there's when you layover, get there, there's a layover in Taipei. Okay. And I'm hoping <laughs> a layover in Taipei. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm hoping I can get some internet and. That internet will lead me to UFC 205. And will you be streaming? I'm hoping to stream. That's my dream. And <laughs> my dream is to be at that airport watching that fight and just being so happy that, you know what? Everything worked out. Everything worked out, no doubt. Yeah. I'm going to say, because we've been in a little rhyme scheme here, I think it's five points for, for every rhyme you can make. Five points? Five points. Oh, that's the joint. Oh, five points. <laughs> um, yeah, UFC 205. It's going to be sad to miss, but I will be in the Philippines. I'm going to be wheeling, dealing. dealing. I'm trying to make some money for this movie I'm making. We're going to be talking to uh, the Businessmen. richest people. There's a man that we're talking to, Patrick. That's worth? I don't know how much he's worth, but it's probably an insane amount. Because he, in his backyard, he has... An eagle, a bald fucking eagle. And you're going to be there? In the Philippines. I'm going to be at his office, but he has a bald eagle in his backyard. Um, What's the bald eagle's name? I don't know. Baldy. Taipei. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, and also, you know, there wasn't a lot of time. There's not a lot of time for me to meet with you guys this this week because I'll be entertaining the Rockefellers. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) Do your business. Do uh, you? Do you? So I'm hoping that I hope that you can break up, break me off a little bit. For how are you going to dress? How I mean, these are formal meetings. You're gonna you're gonna suit up. What are you gonna do? Look at this. Mm. I just went shopping today, Bloomingdale's. Shopping. What did you get, Ronnie? I uh, got some pants, a couple crisp shirts, some crispies. No, Bless you, excuse sir. me. Kazunai. Yeah. Um. I I gotta make my look a little bit more high end. Yeah. Not, not too crazy. No. I still have to look like I need money. And you and you have to look like the artist talent. Exactly. You know, you know I I can't look uh, I can't look like I already have the money I need no. to make the movie. No. Otherwise, just, why don't you just pay for it yourself, you right. cheap ass? <laughs> yeah, that's a thousand dollar suit. What are you doing in my office? Get out of our country. <laughs> I love that they're texting all of a sudden. Oh man, you should, get out of here. Should we should we share um, film production stories? In other countries? Yeah. Because right before we were doing this, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so nervous to go to the Philippines uh, just because it's a different world, a different way of doing business. And I want to make sure that I'm representing myself in a good way. And people are making fun of me Uh for who I am. Right. You know, and I'm uh, (laughs) putting my best foot forward. Um, 
especially now that we have a Trump anyway. But Patrick uh, was talking. He was like, don't worry about it. When I was in the Dominican Republic shooting a film. Uh, well, uh, yeah, there, there's, you know, there's bad things that can happen. But there is a lot of like in those sort of worlds, just a lot of cash will make things go away. Uh, in particular, once we got uh, held up by um, just some like mountain gorilla types, like gorilla warrior types. And by held up, you mean at gunpoint. Yeah, guns. They showed up on set with guns. And uh, <sighs> what is going on? You no. sneeze, I sneeze? Yeah, it's a I copycat. Thought, yeah, I thought Jan's I thought were... it was about rhymes. Yeah. Oh, That's... not all the times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, they, so they showed up with guns, and then uh, we had to pay them to go away. And then another time uh, that I got a gun put in my face was a protest. They were protesting some new... Oh, bless you. Jeez, this is a podcast. You can't be sneezing. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not Sneezecast 2016, <laughs> Patrick. Um, wow, so you got guns pointed at your face. Now, I know this, when you're in the throes of making... A movie it's like you're it's kind of like a very highly charged situation there's uh-huh. a lot of stuff in your brain you're not so much you're not chilling so no. what happens when someone points a gun in your face you go it, you, you go just, blank yeah. it's crazy you just go absolutely blank like you first i never had a gun pointed at me yeah. <clears throat> and, and i remember making direct eye contact with the dude like yeah. he had a gun in my face very angry. He was very confused what I, why I was trying to stop. Why, like a protest was about to walk through our big shot, so I ran and stopped him. <laughs> got a shotgun in my face, and I remember just looking into the guy's eyes and just seeing how upset and fearful and you know crazed he was. Yeah. Not because I mean he was just confused by a giant white guy running up to him and screaming at him. Yeah. In the middle of a in the middle of a protest. Imagine uh, that's such a, an American thing, by the way, imagine like the black lives matter protest. Right, right. And you're just like, wait, 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 yeah. hold on. This uh, is the great shit. There, we got a great shot set up. You're we, about to ruin it. We just have to let them, they, they're going to take a sip of coffee. Then they're going to break up. Okay. You guys just hold <laughs> oh, the phone. Can you, can you keep your voices the down? Stop the chanting. <laughs> Pump the brakes protest. Yeah, no, but that's crazy. Yeah, it is that's... crazy. It's 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 eye opening. But you, but there was so much stress, so much just for me. Just I was so spread thin that like you just kind of I kind of went numb. I was just like, okay, wow, that guy's got a gun in my face. I don't think he's gonna shoot me. I'm gonna like put my hands up, and I was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And I was like trying to explain the movie, uh-huh. and eventually I I did actually get them. I did explain it to them, and we got the shot. That's. That's amazing producing right there. When a gun is in your face and you're still all about the shot. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I would be anymore. That, that, was my, that was my young hustler days. Yeah. You were like, eh, I'll, yeah. Di- I'll die for this shot. Might yeah. as well. Right. <laughs> um, here's, uh, here's some weird stories. I was an AD on a film that never got released uh, that was shot in Pakistan. What? Yeah, and this was during the time of President Musharraf, who was a military a military leader. He, post nine um, eleven. Post nine eleven, exactly. And uh, they were just uh, very anti Bush. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nine eleven uh, was an inside job. They believe that in Pakistan. Oh. That's like co- classic common lore there. Yeah, and of course, you know, they were doing all this crazy stuff in Afghanistan, and of course, all the Af- uh, Afghani refugees were coming into. Pakistan and that country's messed up anyhow. Mm-hmm. It was wild. I so we were filming at this festival. Um, it's a, like a festival of arts and plays and stuff from all around the world. It's actually quite an interesting festival. It's uh, it's censored in a way, but also there's len- some leniency just because it's people from all around the yeah, world. Yeah, it's like you got to talk. Yeah. So uh, they, you know, they don't have like, uh, they have like government regulated television and stuff. Or, right. You know, at least they did at the time, and so everyone comes to this festival Fuck. because they're like, oh, you know, like, this wow, works. we're gonna see like culture, stuff, re- you know, real stuff, not not like not, government regulated bullshit television. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like tons of people come. People are like super excited about it. Um, and uh, the guy who was directing the film was uh, very uh, connected mm-hmm. and from a kind of wealthy family. There's a caste system there. So I got to shake hands with President Musharraf, and that was weird. 
and at the festival, a bomb went off. But <laughs> I didn't. Uh, what? We didn't see. It. Everyone was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, a bomb went off. Let's just all kind of stay in this zone, stay in this area. And we were like, okay, should we be scared? Yeah. Should we be worried? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. It was just in a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> they were. I had never. I first of all, I've never been around people when a bomb went off. Yeah, and but, and they're kind of cool as a cucumber. <laughs> they were so freaking chill. It was just like, don't worry. It's it was a, just in a garbage can. Shrug it off, <laughs> dude. Okay, hold on. What did you feel when it went off? Were you like, fuck, oh shit, this is it. I'm gonna die. Like, I think it's similar to you. Uh, I was very young, and strangely, it excited me. Just being there, and there was there was an element of danger. Just being who we were yeah. uh, in that environment. Because there's not, surprisingly enough, there's not a lot of tourism in Pakistan. No. Nah. And it's not, you know, we were getting a lot of Where are you guys doing your honeymoon? People. Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. No, said no one. <laughs> and they have that hardcore religious rule, which is so sad. And no, uh, no one's into it. Because it's like, people are like yeah we just want to be a city it's 2016 like we want to be on facebook like yeah. we want to show our boobs and like yeah. stuff like that it's crazy but there's no alcohol there another thing we did was we wanted some beer so we were with uh, this journalist guy and he's like don't worry i know where to get it he's like give me some money we gave him the equivalent of like 50 dollars or uh-huh. something that better be a lot of pakistani <laughs> beer no but we rolled up into an alley and there was guys with AK-47 standing there. He gave them money, and they came out with a, a bag. And it was like three giant cold Swiss beers. Nice! <laughs> but it was like, it cost a lot of money, but it was like this hardcore drug deal for like three, <laughs> three, three big cans of beer. What fucking world are we living in, it's man? It's so weird. Yeah. Um, so it's... Uh, it's, it's oddly calm. It's oddly calm when when you're in those situations. I mean, that's the only thing. It, like, someone puts a gun in your face, or someone has AK-47s, or someone shows up around you, and there's a bunch of them with guns. Like, I get oddly calm because it's like, what can you do? Like, I'm not about to like grab the gun and smack one guy in the butt, you know, the, with the butt of the gun in the face, and do it like a whirlwind kick and fucking, you know, Van Dam the other guy in his nuts. Like I'm not trying to do any of that. Right. So you're just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna remain absolutely calm. I'm gonna let them see that I am as civil as they want me to be. Exactly. And uh, hope that hope that they're not that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, with a gun in your face, it's like you win. Okay, you you got it. Yep. Yeah. Powers, <laughs> uh, power is yours. <laughs> it is up to you, sir or ma'am. <laughs> yeah, or ma'am. <laughs> it is totally up to you. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, oh, I love I love uh, the old, wild old war stories, dude. Pa- Pakistan, man, that's crazy. Yeah, it was an it was really an amazing place. I don't and, doubt uh, it. It's a uh, I, I would I would love to go back there again one day. The people are just they're they're beautiful people, but you can tell that they've definitely been. You know, stifled by religion, the religious rule, and oh yeah, also like the tal the Taliban, right it's there. Like, they're just all over the place. Yeah, the, especially the, on that border. I don't know if you were in the border, but the border of Pakistan is like Taliban country. Well, and just um, in the city, they were like, oh yeah, that guy. See that guy right there? Uh, that, that guy's Taliban. <laughs> I mean, because it's you know, not every Taliban is strapping a bomb to their body and uh, trying to blow you up. Yeah, some Taliban are just—they're just like religious dudes. Are you like, yeah, okay, he's Taliban. Like, is his name Steve Taliban or something? And you're like, no, no, he's part of the gang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that part was pretty weird. Um, but cool people. Um, yeah. Are Dude, you get, are you getting that headset? Yeah, thing? I think it's coming. It's because of yours. Okay, okay I, mine's so. settled down now. Yours is. We got some popping, some tech yeah, diff. Popping. There's. Technical difficulties. Uh, Ron, it's a crazy day, also, crazy which we day, haven't mentioned it because Trump is president. Yes, he sure is. All of our all of our LA friends are certainly down in the doo doo dumps about it. I got surprisingly sad. Me too. I, d- I didn't. I didn't really know that I was going to have that feeling. I was surprised that I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Yeah, I can't believe he's the president. Yeah, it was because it it wasn't too long ago. I, to be honest, don't think about Donald Trump that much, and I certainly didn't hadn't for a long time. 
the last, before he started running for president, the last I had heard or seen of him was on The Apprentice. Right. A reality TV star. Yeah. And uh, I watched the show and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird, kind of funny, whatever. And now that man is, yeah. is, a, is the president of the United States. Something is going to happen. Yeah. I just don't think that America's going to sit back and take this. Like, the, uh, this, is, this is too incendiary. Well, the thing is, is half of America wants it very badly. Yeah. I, don't, I think that's a, definitely a wake-up call for a lot of people uh, that that kind of thinking exists right here in our country. And yeah. that it's, it's not just like a small faction of hillbillies. It's like half of the country. It's, it's, mo- it's most of us. Yeah. She, she won the popular vote but eked it out. Yeah. It's crazy. Is that, did she eventually win the popular vote? I think so, yeah. Ugh, ugh, that electoral college, man. That's what's fucked up. The fact that Florida, Ohio, Michigan, uh, uh, Wisconsin were the battleground states and affect us here in California is like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's Battle- Dude, come on. It's crazy. And it's, yeah, it's also, you know, people were getting mad vote shaming and stuff like, oh, you know, why did you vote for uh, Jill Stein or why did you vote in, here in California? And I was like, guys, the electoral call, have you heard about the electoral college? Yeah. Your vote is just, it's like a symbol. Yes. It's like, oh, you know, it's like the king or queen. It's like voting for the king or queen. They're still going to be king or queen. Exactly. Your vote's not going to change anything. Exactly. It's because like our electoral college is, uh, uh, votes Democratic, and there's nothing you could do about right. it. Right, <laughs> dude. And also, I mean, Gary Johnson, to that point, got 4 or 5% of the vote. And he yeah. and Trump still won. Yeah. So, it, I mean, like, that, you know, it's insane. Yeah, it, it really is crazy. And uh, I'm legitimately just stunned. I'm sort of like, wow, what are the next four years going to be like? I know. I'm, I'm really curious, and I've... Just nervous. I've never felt nervous about I just, the president. Just I just he really he he's feels like such a wild card. He's a bully, and I'm just so scared that di- diplomatically, like if something happens, he's like, "What country did it? We're going to war with them," you know? <laughs> yeah, who's ready to die? Yeah, he'll just start a fight. He'll start a fucking fight. And mm-hmm. I think he has this kind of renegade attitude of like, "Well, we're other presidents and people have like gone soft on the war on terror." Like. I'm going to just fucking go crazy and nuke them, you know? And it's like, ugh. Yeah, that's not a good, that's not a good thing to hear. I'm, I'm just, I'm really hoping that the system that we've created here in the United States, uh, to the balance, to balance power, Mm -hmm. uh, works. And it's, it's a, it's a system that is really going to be tested in this. He's got a Republican house and Senate is Democrat. But that being said, but it's not a super majority. That being said, a Republican House um, isn't always going to agree with the president. They a lot of Republicans hate that motherfucker. Yeah, so I'm just hoping that it that there is a sort of balance. And who knows? Maybe maybe he'll do some good stuff. I don't know. I do. <laughs> I, th- I do think about this. Is he said he was going to get in there and like really crack crack open some things and show you just how fucking terrible the government was because he's going to be you know privy to that knowledge now. It'll be interesting if he does find some shit. Like all these conspiracy theorists about everything. Like, right. he's like oh yeah, you think uh, you think uh, Snowden was bad? Check this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that was really the big part of his appeal because people are people are sick of the government being the way that it has been for so many years, and he his platform was like, this is a revolution. This is a new. This is a new world order. This is a new type of politics and Hillary Clinton was like oh, I'm just I'm campaigning right you know I'm just I'm going old school uh-huh. and it, there was nothing revolutionary about it but and I, I think you, that's where that's where she that's where she lost like fuck that dude the DNC stole the election from Bernie Sanders uh, they should yeah. have ra- they should have ran Bernie it would have been a totally different type of dog fight it would have been a whole other ball it been game. a whole other ball game it would have been a dog fight and it would have been a fight over ideas and that's to your point, is that she wasn't a fight of ideas. It was her just campaigning against, well, just don't vote for this crazy fuck. Yeah. I just think that the DNC made their bed, and this is now they have to lie in it. Yeah, it's going to be so weird. And crazy because so many people in the UFC 
we're deep into it. And you know, it's uh, as a as like a Californian drinking my single origin latte and getting my green juice. Right. I don't see people tweeting or on Facebook like saying anything other than like, "Oh God, our country's going to hell." Trump I can't is a maniac. It. Yeah, but uh, all these UFC fighters are like, "Fuck yeah, way to go, Trump!" Yeah, even Eddie Alvarez. Even Eddie. Even Eddie, Eddie Alvarez. Alvarez, which we know Conor McGregor does not like Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. I wouldn't want a reality TV star as my president. <laughs> he wants to be president. Too bad he's Irish. I'd vote for him <laughs> over Trump. Yeah. Um, I know. It's crazy. It's just weird to see all these. Uh, I mean, Dana White himself yeah. spoke, at the, spoke at the Republican National Convention. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. That's hard. That's hard for me to deal with. That, yeah. any, that anyone would affiliate like with anything, really. Right. It's also not a surprise. It's mm. weird to think about it just because uh, beyond like fighting is beautiful and violent and crazy and super entertaining to me. Mm. But beyond that, like deep into like uh, most fighters psyche, they're like fighters. <laughs> right. And they're not a lot of them aren't the sharpest tool in the shed. No. And most of them are coming from a political ideology if they even have one that is completely the opposite of of mine sure sure <laughs> and so that that's a weird thing you know it's a uh, but whatever that that's the thing i feel like uh it's like with most celebrities people get all up in arms like oh, i can't believe that bruce uh, willis is they, a republican yeah he's republican or like he he divorced his wife you know or yeah like, it's like who you know what Bruce Willis is not your fucking friend. Yeah. You don't know him. Yeah. You don't hang out with him. No. Like, we don't hang out with Dana White. No. He's just a person that is there to entertain us. That's his job. Mm -hmm. You know? His job is to run this show right. that we watch, and these people do their job, which is to fight and entertain us. Like, they're not my friends. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with Eddie yeah. Alvarez and yeah. discussing politics with him. I'm, thank God. He, <laughs> yeah, thank God. But it's it's crazy like when people get all up in arms about that kind of stuff um, because it's really just energy that is not well spent. Yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> it's like, you don't know him like that. You don't know him. You don't know him. <laughs> um, dude, it was, a, it was a crazy weekend for fighting. It was, Patrick. And going to your house, it was just Patrick and I. Oh, it was fun. I was going to say, I had a good time. Like, yeah. I thought there would be more people. We yeah. had snacks. Yeah. I just we had, there was a couple good moments where I like looked over and I was like, dude, we're just totally maxed out, chilling. Like, <laughs> Patrick had cheese plates. Yeah, I love a good cheese. Yeah, he had a great cheese plate. My my charcuterie plates have been they're they're famous amongst our circle of friends. What? Uh, hey, who we got a charcuterie guy? Oh yeah, call Pope. Oh yeah, yeah, Pope. Pope got that. <laughs> Pop got you. You say charcuterie, I say charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was awesome because i was jonesing so much for a, a fight for an event just and, show us something and this one was not not an anticipated event there was not a lot of buzz i think every, every, everyone is kind of just saving their uh their spunk for to for this weekend you know yeah but i th i feel like we were we were gifted in, a, an amazing car an amazing event an amazing event it was fantastic like yeah. i was all the fights were so like so on point, so exciting. Absolutely, um, it was super cool. I mean, I felt I I was um, I really got my money's worth, especially since I didn't pay for it. Well, it's a fox event. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it, it, the only reason I have Direct TV is simply for that fucking channel. <laughs> yeah, you're. I I I can't I can't get I can't get Fox. I don't I don't have. Yeah, how do television. you get how do you get Fox Sports One if you don't have? I to, uh, to cable. I stole my girlfriend's mom's uh, cable login, but ah. uh, you can log into Fox Sports, Fox Sports One, but you can't watch it. Like I can't watch it on Apple TV or anything. I have to watch it on an iPhone or an iPad. What about a computer, like, like a laptop? You could watch it on a laptop. Then yeah. you could Chromecast that laptop. No, it doesn't allow you to. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? There's uh, there's some code inside. If you try and Chromecast it onto your television or uh, um, Apple TV onto your television. It's like, well, you can't do that. This is not supported. Man. <laughs> they're just hanging on for as, as on long for as life. they can, <laughs> as long as they can. 
But I love that you got that Fox Sports one. And, uh, man, let's talk about the main event a little bit. Yeah. Because El Cucuy. El Cucuy. He um, is a wackadoo, man. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, He's having like, so much fun out there. Yeah. And like I said before uh, in earlier podcasts, I really didn't hadn't been really following him very closely. I'd, I'd probably seen him fight, but I never yeah. – you never, I never locked into it. Right. But he gained a super fan. You're, you're, like, you're was, a cuckoo fan. I was, you're cuckoo for cuckoo. Cuckoo for cuckoo. <laughs> I just, I loved watching him in there. He was just doing all that weird stuff and just nice, so weird. Nice and flowy and nice there. and flowy. Dude, he was, but he was weird. He is he, weird. Yeah. Switching and stances. It works. Do it. He, he, there was a couple times where he would just. Literally loop de loop. He would just spin around. That slow motion spin. For and there's nothing really to it. He just would. I'm gonna just dance around here. Loopity doop. He, he did a slow motion spin, and Rafael, uh, he put his hands up. He blocked. He was trying to block something. Yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah. He was, I, I don't know what's I coming. Don't know, but he's I'm, spinning. But I'm gonna block it. <laughs> he's spinning. He's spinning. moving. Um, and the, yeah, the, the whole time you were talking about Rafael just flinching. Yeah. He was just. He was Dr. Flinchy. Dr. Flinchy. The, he, he's got some hesitation in him. He had it when he fought... Uh, when he fought... Um, who did he lose to? Oh, um, Eddie like Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, there's some hesitation in him. And you you think that it's uh, it's just it's something that he... Um, I don't know. Maybe has always had or just... Well, like he switched, he you know, he switched camps for this fight. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Switching camps. Joanna Joanna Jonjecek, she switched camps like before hey, this fight. I so. know. Are you, I'm kind, I just am kind of privy to that too. She's oh. America top team. So risky, so risky. Like I, I don't know. Like why, why if, if yeah. something's working so well? Why? Why? Yeah. I think I think it's an American thing. Like she well, I think she wants. Yeah, I think she wants to train in America. She wants yeah, to live but here. She's like right before a, a fight. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh man! But anyway, yeah. yeah. Ferguson Dos Anjos was uh, five rounds of just pure awesomeness. Yeah, it was fantastic. And the the cool thing about it, it was it was like there were moments where you were like, oh, Rafael could turn it on in round one. Yeah, he looked he looked tight, kicking so confidence, hard, like confident. He, he, yeah, he kicked a rib cage. He kicked it, kicked his rib cage like pretty hard. He had oh, like a yeah, legitimate yeah, yeah. bruise the entire time. Yeah, it was uh he got some good shots in. Uh that's another <laughs> that's another thing about Ferguson's style that I don't like is that he he takes a lot of shots. Yeah. He takes a lot of punishment. I mean, I, I think in an ideal world, every what what's got everyone buzzing right now in MMA is like if Connor wins the 155 belt and he gets to fight Ferguson. I mean, what a bizarre fight. <laughs> they're just their styles are just so Wild, acrobatic, yeah. weird, off, yeah. off center, nice and flowy, nice and flowy. I yeah. wonder if they could outflow each other. If it'd just be more like a ballet, I think it would be a ballet. <laughs> oh, having, take me to the ballet. We're having a Swan Lake um, as the halftime show for <laughs> <laughs> UFC 211. Oh, Swan Lake there, <laughs> Swan Lake. Um, and yeah, we were treated to some great stuff from uh, Diego Sanchez. Ah, oh, finally, we were, we were both so stoked that he won, right? Yeah, I watched this really cool thing. Um, he's he's such a character already. For he's sure. just such a character. That voice. Yeah, yeah, that it vo- should be on a cartoon. Uh, but I saw today a a, a corner video of uh, Jackson. Um, uh, for Sanchez. Uh huh. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. But he's like, he's like, Sanchez comes to the corner and he's a little rattled and he's sort of all over the place. He's like, breathe. And he, like, Greg uh, Jackson puts oh, his yeah, hand yeah. on his chest. He goes, breathe, breathe. Water, he, water. Yeah. And, <laughs> Waterfall. Yeah. And he's like, uh, this is where we live. We're from Albuquerque. It's hot as a motherfucker. This is where we live. And Diego, like, zones in. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love that. And, and then, like, he goes out there and just kept whooping, dude. <laughs> he's fighting, um, I mean, he really wants to get into those bangouts that he's had with like Mendez and and people, but he's fighting smarter. I mean, the Winklejohn camps don't—they don't brawl. That's it, like it, it's very uncharacteristic. It's of very good for Diego Sanchez to have that, especially at this point in his career. Yeah, he's like, because before he's like, I would love to damage your knuckles with my face. Yes, <laughs> he's like, I want you to 
Man, I'm trying to break your hand. With my I'm going to win by breaking your hand on my head. <laughs> you won't be able to punch anymore if you punch me hard enough. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you if you were to say, though, if you were to take like a poll, which we all know are bullshit now after right. this election, but uh, if you were like top five fan favorite fighters of all times, he might. He might be in there. He might. He might be in. The, People it, love definitely him. on somebody's list for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean he's responsible for one of the greatest fights ever. I mean him and Gilbert Minde, uh, Melendez was. Oh yeah, one of the greatest fights Oof. I've ever seen. Ugh, jeez, gnarly, gnarly. Um, but I'm just saying he's a fan. Yeah, fave. He's, he's great, and uh, he was he was uh, great on the ground, hilarious. Uh, Marcin held, yeah. going for that leg lock all the time, trying to held it up. <laughs> it did not work. No. <laughs> but he did. He did the. Um, he did. What is it? The rolling grab yeah, that uh, uh, Rory McDonald yeah, was yeah, trying yeah, to make. Yeah. I forget the name of it. Yeah, me too. You heel roll, hook essentially. Yeah, 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 you roll towards the person and then you grab their leg and. Try. Yeah, it's a very risky move. It is. Imagine it is. if soccer kicks were legal. You roll up and you just be. Like, it would be like a field goal. Exactly. It'd be like you see that roll and you just fucking whack. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was an awesome fight. Um, fat, fat boy Oliveira. Oof. Charles Oliveira. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Oh yeah, he didn't uh, make weight. He and then Lamas and him fought at a catch weight. Yeah. Lamas won. Yeah. Lamas. Uh, Lamas got some. Got paid. Yeah. Lamas got paid. What's going on? Andy? I don't know. Whatever you're doing with that wire is, is weird. Sorry. It's making things weird. I don't know. What's that? It's good now, right? I think so. Yeah, it's a, I'm getting one ear, but it's fine. This is just technical stuff. You guys wouldn't understand. You wouldn't like. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was an exciting fight. I was I was happy to see uh, Ricardo Lamas win. Crazy that he even took that fight. Yeah, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of his, but but yeah, no. yeah, but um, but he's cool. He's a great fighter. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Charles Oliveira, I think this may be his second time or even third time that he's had trouble um, with yeah. his weight. Yeah. I think it's time for him to move up, even though that's kind of scary. But, but yeah, because he's not—he's not—he's not a well. He's kind of thin, yeah. you know. Huh. I just don't know if he does well. You got to put on some mass, get gotta, some gains, dude. You got to get some gains. It's gonna be hard without Usada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gaining these days. Um, yeah. So it was—it was great to see that, and yeah, I was pumped. I was pumped up. I love the fights, and they were free. They were free, and we had cheese. <laughs> free, free fights and cheese. What a combination! Ron, is that thunderclouds running running over us right now? Or is, are there thunder? Is is that a thunderstorm brewing, or is it just time to have a lightning round? Oh my god! I think it's time for a lightning round. <laughs> we're gonna do a little something different on uh, on Wolf Ticks. Um, we're gonna take the two hundred five card, and we're gonna give ourselves a minute. To talk about every single fight. I'm going to time it. But we're going to start at the very first fight on the prelims. And we're going to work our way up. Or actually, even on the early prelims. which uh, We're going to go early, early prelims. Should we go early prelims? Jeez, I don't know if I, don't know if I have the... Uh, the stamina? I, I just don't know if I have the knowledge. That's to, cool. To uh, Car- Carmouche. Here's Carmouche. something fun fact about Carmouche. Huh? Uh, how are we starting? Oh. Uh, um, let, let me get my... Uh, let me get my... Uh, let me get my clock. Okay. All right. We're going to start the lightning round. UFC 205. Here we go. And all right. First fight of the night is Karmush versus Chukagin. Shokan, Shokagin. I don't know anything about her. I know she's very tall and very pretty, the blonde. Karmush is the first. Ronda Rousey and Karmush were the first female fight in the UFC. Wow. So Karmush is like a, a, a historic female fighter. Um, she hasn't really strung together like a series of dominant uh, wins, but I always root for her, man. She's like an epic person, and she almost beat Ronda Rousey. I mean, that first fight, let's, let us not forget, she had her back and just couldn't sink that choke in. But she had it, and Ronda wiggled her off and then armbarred her ass. She's the first almost of a series of almost. Yeah, and I don't know how to pronounce uh, her competitor's name, Chukagin. C-H-O-O-K-A-G-I-A-N. Chukagin. Chicagoan, like she's a Chicagoan. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. Like definitely, that's that's all I know about her. And that is exactly one minute. On to the next fight: Rafael Natal versus Tim Bosch. Uh, let me tell you, 
That's gonna be a that's gonna be a slobber knocker. <laughs> Natal has lost before. He's gotten his head uh, caved in by Tim Kennedy. Uh, so he, we know he is knockoutable, and we know that Tim Bosch uh, loves to hit people in the face. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That was 18 seconds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice work. Jim Mil- Miller versus Alves. That's going to be a fight. Jim Miller always shows up to war. Jim Miller is old school. He's also fighting uh, a rather quick turnaround. He just had a fight recently, and he won. That's true. And people were kind of shocked that he won. I'm having very much difficult trouble... Uh, Difficult trouble, very much difficult trouble, uh, recalling what that uh, what that fight was. But he won, and people were surprised. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, Patrick. I wish I had something to add. I, I'm just not a. I, that's I okay. Do, that's I did thir- my, didn't that, do my research. That's no. That's fine. That's 35 seconds. Now we have. Uh, we're moving on to the prelims. The Fox Sports One prelims. Uh, I do not know the first two guys on that. I haven't. I don't. I can't tell you who they are. I can't remember. Well, we've got a minute, Patrick. We've we got do. a minute to learn. We do. A minute to win it. So we have Luke versus Mohammed. Uh, yeah. Of course. Carly uh, Vincente Luque. Yeah. Um, he, of course, he's from uh, Brazil. Brazilian welterweight. Um, so we know this fight is at welterweight. One yeah. Seven, four, <laughs> okay. seven, four, and one. Learning uh, a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> he's from uh, the uh, Ultimate Fighter uh, Brazil. Love it. And he's uh, coming off of a win Oh, okay. Uh, from Hector Urbina. Okay. Uh, and that was from the Cyborg fight. So uh, we've seen him fight before, but we just didn't register. We were at that Cyborg fight, maybe. Were we at it? Yeah, because didn't Cyborg fight the night uh, Bisbing won the championship? Uh, no. No? Mm-mm. Not the sure? first time. Oh, you mean we watched it on TV. Yeah. I thought you meant we were actually no, at No, Cyborg it. was there. No. 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 Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No. That's that, one minute. Okay, was, <laughs> on to the next fight. Uh, the next fight is actually canceled. Evans versus Kennedy. They're, oh, they're that was sad. Yeah. yeah the uh, the, the um, New York Commission is extremely strict. I didn't actually get what his yeah, injury was. It, but it was they something. Didn't, he didn't clear something. There's yeah, something he didn't. Pass. He didn't mention what it was either. So yeah. I'm wondering if it's maybe it's something genital. I don't know. Ooh. What I if he got that, that herp? Be... You can't fight with a herpy flare up. You can. Everyone has it. Yeah. Right? No. <laughs> no, I, and we were talking about we were talking earlier that we wanted Tim Kennedy to maybe fight Anderson Silva, but I don't think he's not getting for a, a fight, second there. Oh man, for a second there, the in, the possibilities were endless as to who that who that could have been. Tim Kennedy, also Trump supporter, big time. Give me a fucking break. Um, <laughs> all right, so that fight is off. It's being pushed to two oh six. Moving on, resetting the one minute clock. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov versus Johnson. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting fight. Everyone's been anticipating Khabib coming back. He's supposed to be the title hopeful. He's been talking about it, yammering. Please give me a title. Give me a title shot. Give me a title shot. Um, he has not uh, fought top talent. Yeah, and, and Johnson th- is clearly a top talent. He's, yeah. a, he's a heavy-hitting motherfucker. He's coming off an awesome win, and uh, I don't know. I, I got a, I got Johnson in this one. I was just going to say, give me your quick pick, but I have him too. There feels like some magic is in his hands right now. Khabib got that ring rust. Ring rust, and I think that uh, I think he may retire Khabib. That'd be amazing. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want Khabib to be retired. But, uh, I, but I do think Johnson's on the rise. Yeah, I think we got a rising Johnson. I see Johnson by KO. We have a Johnson that is rising. Because uh, Khabib is it? very. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're talking about penises, <laughs> and that's one minute. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Resetting the clock. We got the main event for the Fox Sports One prelims: Edgar versus Steven. Trump supporters. Yeah, both Trump supporters. Well, I don't know about Stevens. He's probably a Trump supporter. Yeah, totally. He looks like a Trump supporter. <laughs> uh, Stevens, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Uh, clowned and uh, clown, but I have a feeling this could be a war. You think? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, because against against Frankie Edgar. Oh man, Edgar seems so small in in all of his. And fights. I saw their and stare stare down today. Their media stare down. Yeah. Oof! Like like Edgar is bigger than him. 
Edgar's coming. I mean, off, uh, sorry, Stevens is bigger than him. Yeah, and Edgar uh, Edgar's coming off of a knockout. Yeah, and uh, Jeremy Stevens is a knockout artist. So mm, unless Edgar can get him down, I think it's uh, Stevens wow. by KO. Wow, early on. I think Edgar is a smart fighter, a, a, he certainly a, is. A, a, a seasoned veteran, and I think that we're going to look at a three round war, and I think uh, Edgar outpoints him. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he's amazing. Okay, cool. That's exactly one minute. All right, resetting, stopping, reset, and we are now moving on to the first fight on the main card of the evening, folks. It is Misha Tate versus Raquel Pennington. <laughs> Raquel Pennington. Uh, I actually saw her lose live to Holly Holm by uh-huh. a very boring decision. It was mm-hmm. like one of the most boring fights I'd ever seen. You were at that fight too. I was. We were so excited to see Holly Holm finally well, in the UFC. Yeah, and it was and we a were dance. Like, oh, can we just go to sleep right now? Yeah. Um, but Raquel Pennington is no joke. She's no joke, but Misha Tate is a grizzly bear. Mm. She's a fucking badass. She's a former champion. She's <laughs> trying to get that belt back. She want that strap. She's sexy as all hell. Yeah. I love her her face. I think this is. I digress. I, <laughs> I think this is. I think this is Tate all the way. Tate um, all the way. I think Tate comes back. I think Tate rips her apart. Yeah. Uh, Pennington's great, but she's she's all fundamentals, and I, I would say not very creative, whereas uh, Misha Tate's a little bit more of a scrapper. With five like seconds she, left, are we both calling it for Tate? Yes. All right. That is one minute exactly. Moving on to the next fight of the night, resetting the clock. We have Kelvin Gustelum versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Donald Cerrone, Trump supporter. Trump supporter. Big time. Uh, sort of a homophobe and probably a sexist, <laughs> but amazing fighter to watch. I, uh, I'm one of super, my favorites, yeah. fan favorite for sure. He'd yeah. make that top five fan favorite list. Really? Oh yeah, Diaz. Mm. I think the Diaz bros, Cerrone, yeah, ma- ma- maybe uh, uh, Fatty. Fatty make big, big country, big, <laughs> big country, big country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cerrone always puts in uh, something very special to watch amazing Muay Thai. I'm super excited, though, to see Kelvin back after a long time, right? And if he makes weight, because he struggles with it, but if he yeah. makes weight, it'll be a fucking war. I think he's learned his lesson. Gesslem's no joke. I've, for a long time, really liked him and often wondered, like, why he hasn't. And it's simply because he's missed weight is, is why he is where he is. If he had made weight on some key moments in his life, it would be a whole other ball game. A whole other ball game. Yeah, both you and I are fans and anticipating him to be a champion maybe in the next couple of years. I I could see it, but I will tell you this. He's got a fucking mountain to climb with Cerrone, and I predict Cerrone. You predict Cerrone? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Cerrone as well. Sadly, I want Kelvin to win, but I think it's uh, Cerrone by liver kick. Ooh. Liver kick knockout. I like it. That's exactly 120, so we're over. But we're moving on to the next fight of the night. Chris, former champion, Weidman versus Yoel Romero. No, no gay for Jesus. <laughs> I think USADA is going to be... Uh, just right by the ring, collecting <laughs> yep. the sweat Sweats and blood the off of these guys. <laughs> Can I get that spit blood, spit bucket sample? <laughs> yeah, um, think, you really, you really hard on Chris Weidman. I'm sorry, Chris. The Chris. The I just, Chris. <laughs> it just seems so obvious to me. That's all. Hmm. But I mean, whatever. It's gonna be I'm, a great fight. I'm pro steroids. Yeah, I'm. I want to see. I want to see Weidman again. I want to see I, him I back think in I, action. And, right. And I think the keys to this, the keys to this fight is that Romero's a fucking hell of a wrestler and Weidman's a hell of a wrestler. Yes. And I think they both know that they can cancel that out. So there might be some forced swanging and banging in this. They might, like, I think Weidman's best bet is to try and, like, get him to, to Muay Thai fight. Oh, interesting. Clinch up, box. I really think that's, because re- their wrestling is outstanding. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that they'll cancel each other out on that. Yeah. So if they don't, if they want to put on an exciting fight, which everybody does at UFC 205 Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. they're gonna fucking bang. Yeah, and right. they and that and and that's that's, that's you, there's no way to call it. I would not want to bang with you, all Romero. Who you got? Uh, I've got um, Weidman. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Romero. My decision. I've got Romero. Weidman. I don't know why. Something tells me he might catch Chris Weidman. It's going to be a dark day it's for gonna, Weidman if that oh, happens. Dude, I'd put him on suicide watch. <laughs> Moving on to the next fight. Poland. We got Poland versus Poland. Joanna Jungjacek versus Karolina Kowalczyk. 
Um, super. This is a super exciting, super interesting. We were just talking about how we were curious. Joanna switched camps. Switch camps. What's going on? And she's like, I like this tent, but I'm gonna go over to this tent. I did, however, in some of the uh, embedded and things like that. Like I saw some of her old coaches from Poland. So I think they moved too. I think they all moved to be part of a better facility, a better team, better right. support system, right. better training, better training partners. So I don't think it was a negative thing. Um, you know, her whole squad's coming up, so they probably all let's move to Florida. Let's get the fuck out of Poland. <laughs> I think that if Joanna can survive uh, some of the some of the kicks from uh, Carolina, which uh, as we saw with Rose Namajunas, she, she clinches really well. She's she knees strong. like a bastard. She's incredibly strong. Not that Joanna isn't strong, but she's. I feel like she's a lot thicker than. Um, Joanna. She seems like a person that, if it was a little taller, she could be a bantamweight. I also found her to be a little, I don't want to say flabby because she's sexy as hell. Like, she could sit on my face any day. Like, sure. Like, uh, I'm sorry, it's the lightning round. I'm, I'm, uh, but she, but she is, she's bigger. She's got more yeah. mass, body mass. There was some exactly. body fat on her, whereas uh, Joanna is lean. Right. Yeah. But that with that mass, I think she's going to be dangerous in the clinch. But if Joanna can avoid that, she's going to cardio. The fuck out of her. I think it'll be a five round fucking war, and mm-hmm. I don't know who wins. Yeah, interesting. I lo- I want to see JJ, of course. KK versus JJ, isn't that funny? I'm taking JJ by um, she wins by strikes, uh, round three. Whew! And like a TKO. TKO. God damn it, I love it. <laughs> Moving on to the co-main event of the evening: Tyron Woodley versus Wonder Boy Thompson. I Taekwondo can't... versus I... just good nasty MMA. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Thompson's such a good old boy, such a sweetie, such a you know he teaches kids. He teaches kids. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's interesting. I heard uh, um, uh, Tyron's coaches talking about that uh, kickboxing style that Wonder Boy has. That uh-huh. old, it's very old school style, uh-huh. and how uh, he was just saying that it is beatable. And you know, early on when uh, people Americans started fighting people from Thailand and stuff, um, American kick kickboxing came under a lot of scrutiny because uh, uh, up against Muay Thai, it just was a style that didn't, it, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't mix. Right, they didn't mix because of the, yeah, the aspect of leg kicking and chopping your, your opponent down with elbows and leg kicks and body shots and like, you know. Yeah, that being said, um, Wonder Boy is elite, so... I don't know. It's going to be a war. And I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Wonder Boy gets knocked out, though. Interesting. I'm not going to lie. Because he's been dropped before. People forget that. That's true. Jim Miller dropped him. Oh, my goodness. Before he got... Or oh, no, yes. Ellenberger, rather. Ellenberger. Oh, yeah, Jake Ellenberger. Oh, my goodness. Ellenberger, yeah. Ellenberger dropped him. He got back up, and then he eventually fucking spun. Is Tyron going to be defending champion? It would be something else. Wow, that would be crazy to see. That and totally unexpected. It's going to be an incredible fight. Moving on to the main event of the evening. Who do you got? Wait, what Woodley? We could take our time now. We, oh, we, we can. We like yeah, let's, let's see. Soft yeah, we're in bit. the we're in the two the the last two the co-main. Yeah, but who you got? Co-main. Who uh, you got? Who you got and by how? I'm uh, saying Tyron by knockout second round. Wow, Woodley, Woodley or uh, Wonder Boy gets caught. Interesting. You don't want to get caught with a tyrant, right? You certainly don't. Uh, I think that um, I think Thompson manages his, his distance mm-hmm. really well. Be awesome. And uh, I see uh, I see Thompson uh, by TKO because we know that he. Uh, I would I, w- I don't necessarily disagree with that because tyrant in a championship round. What does that look like? <laughs> It looks like sleepy time. <laughs> I feel like he goes the way of Anthony Johnson, where it's just like, oh, how, how is this guy when do, still going? When do I get to leave? <laughs> how, can I call timeout? <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. In my mind, I see, uh, I see um, Thompson with a, getting him with some kicks to the body and to the head, and yeah. uh, just because so fast, and he can he comes in and he he moves in and out so quickly. Yeah. And uh, not that uh, not that uh, Woodley doesn't have quick hands. He has incredibly quick hands. Totally, but, uh, his feet are not that. Quick. I think I could see Tyron get getting frustrated too, mm. very easily by not being able to get to him. Yeah, he manages his distance amazingly. Yeah, it's crazy. Rory had Rory had nothing. For I him. know nothing. 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 
even that even that spinning leg grab that he tried like <laughs> 10 Jesus. times what is it called again i don't know like a rolling heel hook i get the hedgehog yeah the, sonic, the, the sonic the hedgehog <laughs> dude how dope was sonic oh man i played the shit sonic out of sonic 2 game. was the dopest video game oh man if hey if, hey wolf ticks fans if you like sonic the hedgehog and you like ron check out his youtube channel hi i'm ron and look for his sonic the hedgehog rap song you can buy it on itunes for 99 cents or amazon for did you, ever, did you ever get dividends from any of that oh yeah oh people paid you for your for your your music yeah oh hell yeah I, there was a time when i was making pretty good money on that's check making some pretty good money up there. That's a pretty good cheddar. Um, okay, Patrick. Uh, the main event. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Like, do are we just gonna be that podcast? Who's just like? I'll tell you what. Oh, Eddie I've, Alvarez, I've, Conor McGregor, McGregor, read, McGregor, McGregor, Alvarez. I've read it all. I've listened to it all. I've listened to everyone's breakdown. Robin Black's uh, Ed Ed Hardy, Dan Hardy. Uh, I've read Jack Slack. I've read it all. I think, and then I, I saw this other one. I can't remember his name, but this is what I think we're going to see. We're going to see a five-round version of Mendez McGregor. Interesting prediction. Yep, and I think McGregor gets it, but I think it's just going to he's just going to it's going to take a little bit more of some walloping and some getting going down on the ground, getting back up, box, 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 going down on the ground, getting back up, box, 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 until around the fourth or fifth round, Alvarez actually tires. And McGregor drops his ass. Interesting. It's a. It'll be a longer version of uh, Mendez versus McGregor. I like that. I, I. I can live. I can. I feel safe with that. Interesting. Yeah. Con. Uh, Connor's boxing uh, compared to Eddie's boxing is it's just a different it's, thing. It, it. It's a different thing. It's and not. It's to, not. It's not that anyone is <laughs> any better. Alvarez, I see him dropping his hands a lot to come mm-hmm. in and to swing, and Connor just like is a. He's got darts. He's got strong darts. Yeah. Pop, pop, boom. I, and Connor works the fundamentals uh, so well. He really does. Yeah. Especially with, from a southpaw stance, and he mm-hmm. mixes it in with like other forms, yeah. other, other forms of footwork. Taekwondo foot, foot work with like American-style boxing. Right. You know? I think that if, uh, I think if Edgar can keep his chin intact, uh, I think he has a good chance. But... Otherwise, I see Connor winning it. But I think that I think that what we should do is we should go to the horoscopes. Let's go to the horoscopes. Connor's Let's, a Cancer. I don't know what Eddie is. Okay, so okay, Cancer. Let's. Uh, I'm looking actually into my crystal ball right now. I love it. Uh, let me guess what Alvarez is actually. Hold okay. on. Um, let's rock and roll. I voted for Trump. He might be a Pisces. Did he vote? He voted for Trump yeah. too. Yeah, is he a Pisces? Let's see. January eleventh, nineteen eighty four. That's a Capricorn. Holy shit! I'm a Capricorn. Cancer cap, Cancer cap fight. Ah, uh, Cancer wins. Cancer wins. Yeah. In a can- uh, here, here's something really interesting. So, can you? Oh, sorry. You're. Okay. You got it. Are you good? You back in? Um, Capricorn, Cancer is the opposite sign of Capricorn. Interesting. It's, so it really is a yin-yang fight. It, it is. And typically, Cancers and Capricorns really get along, or they can, but they can also fucking hate each other. They can right. literally hate each other. Uh, but yeah, there's the Capricorns are very uh, plotting. They're very internal. And Cancer, like Cancer, like Connor especially, is just like out in front of you fucking dick out smacking you with it and uh i think that that just given the signs that that'd be very like if i was fighting a cancer i'm a capricorn if i was fighting someone like conor mcgregor i would have already been defeated before i got in the ring Uh they are they are definitely are like polar opposites eddie alvarez is like very just blue collar he's not about being outspoken Mm -hmm. in any way he's like just clock it let's clock in let's Let's clock out let's do the business He doesn't have a lot of money. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Connor has a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I mean, I'm sure he's he's done well as well right. as a fighter, but not yeah. elite. He's he's not elite. He's not elite. Um here's a, here's a con- whole other class. Here's here's Connor McGregor's uh forecast. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh cancer. You may be captivated by ideas, 
an online business or money-making opportunity. <laughs> Particularly as And he is captivated by ideas because he's got some big announcement afterwards. Exactly, exactly. Uh, as Mars dances into Aquarius and your financial zone. <laughs> wow, crazy. So <laughs> Mars is dancing right into his financial zone. You could also find that an ongoing business could make you more productive and wealthy. <laughs> If you're willing to use the latest developments in technology. Well, he's certainly, the, he's, yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, the move of Venus into your sector of relationship can help smooth over any difficulties and foster greater harmony. Which, Ron, I got to tell you, I have a fucking big, uh, w- w- let's get through this, but I, I, I have a big announcement. <laughs> you have a big announcement? I have a big announcement. Oh my god. I have goodness. a big prediction for this fight. Okay. And it's just off that sentence you just read. Sorry to interrupt. Keep no, going. go. Why don't you go for it? Uh, I'll just say the rest. Researching your health and wellness options can bring positive rewards. Uh huh. Let's go to Capricorn prediction for this month. Okay. And then I'll and then I'll I'll tell you what what. Keep it in there. Keep that. My 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 announcement I will tell you is based on the speculation of what Conor McGregor is going to announce, and I'm going to tell you what he's going to announce. I think I think I know it, and if I'm right, I it would be it would be awesome. And I this is this is my own theory. I've I've been on Reddit every single day this week. Uh, I've watched I've, every post that comes up. I've, I know all the news stories. I've seen it all. This is my prediction. Ain't nobody said this shit. Oh, wow. You're going to hear it here. <laughs> okay, Capricorn. Are you standing on a stable foundation, Capricorn? Time to plant your feet back on terra firma as Make It Happen Mars settles into your grounded and sen- sensible second house. Since September 27th, you've hosted Make It Happen Mars in your sign, a motivating and excitable period of your life. There are irons in the fire, balls up in the air. But you may also be feeling rather scattered. He really is because, yeah, he's also, uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking, I'm like, he's also going through a lawsuit with Bellator, but that was like five years ago. Right, right. Um, As Mars heads into Aquarius until December 19th, you'll need to be more discerning. Which of these missions is worth giving your time and which might be better shelved to another date? For the last six weeks, you've been keyed up, jumping out of your own skin. As the restless red planet leaves your sign, it'll be easier to focus and actually get shit done. Scale back, simplify, avoid a trip down Burnout Boulevard. You're well positioned to rake in some cash before 2016 is through, as long as you don't spread yourself too thin. Harness that Mars-fueled drive and more assertive about hunting down client leads, closing sales. Or positioning yourself for a raise and promotion. Well, he positions himself for a raise or promotion if he beats the great McGregor. The squeaking wheel gets the oil and the pot of gold. That's interesting because I've heard that quote a lot of times. uh, Just since Conor McGregor has become uh, so popular. The squeaking wheel gets the oil. Absolutely. And I think that's a great prediction that says Conor is going to win. Because yeah. he's the squeaking wheel. He is the squeaking fucking wheel. So and the pot of gold. And the pot. And he is the pot of gold. He's the leprechaun with the pot of gold. Uh, by the way, real quick, that pot of gold joke. Um, I rewatched the other day the pre- the press conference a few weeks ago of uh, when when you know who the fuck is that guy when he did yeah. that. There's this really cool moment where Jerry where Jerry, where he says like who the fuck is that guy? I didn't even know that guy was back there. And then Jeremy Stevens says some fucking lame thing like as Connor's still talking and he's like over him he's like yeah well you're, you're a leprechaun like literally it's that he's like yeah. well you're a leprechaun and Connor stops for a second doesn't even look back and just goes good one and then keeps going it's the, it's better than like who the fuck is that guy to me it's it's good barb so a lot of predictions about this announcement that Connor's going to make a lot of people think he's going to uh, go into promotions with the Mac life and become a, a fight promoter and actually retire from the game altogether a lot of people think he might take a year off and uh, and and uh, you know spend time with his family because he, he t- took him a lot to get to the top and he sacrificed a lot to do that. A lot of people are speculating that D, his girlfriend, is actually pregnant, and who knows what that is. Here's my prediction: He's gonna hoist two straps above him. He's gonna hold them up, and he's gonna get down on a knee and propose to his longtime girlfriend D. He's not you, Patrick. <laughs> 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 That's what, your prediction based on horoscopes. You're you you instantly become the most important and best fighter in the history of the game, and then what do you do to really charm the pants off the fans? You propose to your longtime girlfriend who's carrying your baby. Oh yeah, 
you become a fucking world star. <laughs> wow. That is an outlandish <laughs> outlandish prediction. If it comes true, Patrick, I I may start believing in the stars. <laughs> wow, that is wild. That is wild. I I I mean, I don't see it happening, but wow. If it does, I'll give you $4. 4? Yep, All in right. cash. All right. I'll give it to you right on this podcast. Four dollars. I'll take it. Everyone can hear the dollars come out of tell my pocket. Tell you what. Tell you what. Rather than four dollars, get me. I think a bean burrito from Del Taco Ooh. is. Uh, Ew. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The I'm nastiest just, bean burrito no, that, you, that money can buy. I would like to shit for a week straight. So give so. me four of those. <laughs> oh, Patrick. It's been an amazing podcast. I'm going to miss you this weekend, Ron. I'm I'm going to miss you, and I'm really hoping that I can see the event, but uh, I don't know. I'll definitely be looking. My eyes will be glued to the internet if it actually exists in the Philippines. It does. We can only hope. I love you, Ron. I love you, man. This is Wolf Ticks. Wolf Ticks. They're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. They're selling your wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets, people.